Hey everybody, welcome to Central in Janesville, the sermon podcast for the Janesville campus of Central Christian Church. Today we've got a short devotional podcast to go along with our regular Sunday sermon podcast. This is your campus pastor, Kellen Anderson. Hey everybody, this is Kellen with another devotional for this week. Uh, I want to start off by asking you a question. Do you think that God knew that Adam and Eve were going to sin and eat that fruit that they were told not to eat? Now, if you think that God knew that, question is, why would he create people if he knew that they would disobey? You know, we're, we're going to talk about the problem of evil today. Like, why do bad things happen in this world if God is good? Um, you know, and, and like that question, you could also ask, don't parents know that their kids are going to disobey at some point? Why do, why do they go ahead and have children? There's a reason why parents want to have children, even though they know it's not always going to work out the best all the time, and there's going to be struggles. Have you ever had something bad happen in your life, so bad that it actually made you question everything about God? We have to know the answers to difficult questions. How would you answer a friend if they asked you this question? If God is so good, why is my life so awful, and why does so much bad stuff happen? That really is the, the essence of the problem of evil. If God is good, why do bad things happen? First Peter 3.15 says, Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. And so in order to answer this question, uh, this problem of evil, I think we really have to start off by looking at the foreknowledge of God. And what do I mean by the foreknowledge of God? Uh, the question really comes down to, does God know everything before it ever happens? And if so, are we still free to make our decisions on our own? And this is something that theologians have, have talked about forever. Uh, what does God know? What is his foreknowledge? And, and why is this important to this question of the problem of evil? Because the first question when thinking about this problem of evil is, why did a good, all-knowing God create us if he already knew that he evil was going to exist and bad things were going to happen. You know, there's two main views on this foreknowledge of God. And I think that they're worth discussing when we talk about this idea of an all-knowing but all-good God allowing evil. And the first of these views is the classical view of God. This is the view that God is unchanging in every respect. He knows things exactly as they are, that this is going to happen and not that's going to happen. There's no possibly this or possibly that. God just knows things absolutely 100% how everything is going to happen. Now, there's biblical foundation to, to this idea of God's sovereignty. Isaiah 46, it says, Remember the former things, those of long ago. I am God and there is no other. I am God and there is no one like me. I make known the end from the beginning, from ancient times, what is still to come. My purpose will stand and I will do what I please. Uh, this idea of the classical view of God is, it's like a, a straight line. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. This, and God knows it. He's standing outside of time. He knows it all as is. Now, some people question how a God that knows all the evil that's ever going to take place in the world how could that God create people? Well, it's all about love. And I talked a little bit ago about parents having children. Why do parents have children? It's a risky thing. You know it's not going to always be all fun and games all the time. Kids cry at crazy hours of the night. They do a lot of stuff that's difficult for parents to handle. They go, they go and disobey their parents at times. But the freedom to love and to be loved makes it all worthwhile to have a child. 
If God created you and didn't give you the freedom to make the choice to either love or not love him, that would be a dictatorship. That's not love. The risk for evil is worth it in the end to God. It's, it gives him the ability to love us and us the ability to love him in return. Uh, so even with this classical view of God that God knows absolutely everything, there's reason why God set things up the way that he did so that we could have a loving relationship with him. But there's also another view that I want to just bring up. It's called the open view of God. This is God's foreknowledge of the future as being partly open, partly closed. Um, that, and, and as it's partly open, the idea is that God knows the possibilities of every decision that you could possibly ever make. It's kind of like uh, this, where there's all these forks in the road. And I, I love, I'm not saying that I necessarily abide by this thinking, but it's, it's actually pretty fascinating when you think uh, that when I walk out this door in just a few minutes, I could go to the left or I could go to the right. And the open view of God says that maybe God holds back the knowledge of what, which one of those we're gonna, we're gonna do, but he knows every choice beyond both of those choices that we could ever make. If I go left, he knows the fork in every road, every decision I could make from there. If I go right, he knows the fork in every road from that, from that decision. And what's interesting about this is that it, it, it gives us a God who knows infinite things, not just in a straight line. It's a, it's a, very, a very interesting thing because now we've got a God who is loving enough and is big enough that he actually, no matter what bad decisions we make, he can actually get us back into the right, in, into a right line of thinking. He can help us make decisions to get us back in line. I, I kind of like that idea sometimes of God. You know, and there's times in the Bible where, where, where God actually did kind of change his mind. Hezekiah was told by God that, that he was going to die and Hezekiah prayed and then God added 15 years to his life. In this instance, how would you try and tell somebody that God wasn't lying when he initially said Hezekiah was going to die if he already knew for sure that Hezekiah would not die? Did he really think based on the things that had taken place up to that point that the most likely outcome would be that Hezekiah was going to die? You know, the Bible talks about how God regrets certain things. He regretted making Saul king. He regret, re regretted the time around the time of Noah when people had just gotten awful and he sent a flood could god have legitimately regretted these things if he had foreseen them as happening without question now i'll be honest my personal view of god's foreknowledge is kind of a mix i don't know exactly how god thinks of things i don't, none of us do but with either view of god's foreknowledge we can't look past the truth that god has given mankind free will and it's ultimately our sin not god's inadequacy that has brought pain into the world. Bottom line, there are certain things that we cannot know 100% for sure how God works uh, when it comes to God, but there are certain things that we can know for sure. We know that God is sovereign. He's in command over all things and has control, no matter what that exactly looks like. In other words, God knows everything that he needs to know in order to be a good and perfect God. Does he know everything that's going to happen uh, from here on out or just the possibility of all those things? Who knows? But can we trust him that he knows the right way for us when we're in doubt? For sure. Uh, Psalm 23 says, he guides me in paths of unrighteousness for his name's sake. Uh, sorry, he guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. 
We also know that God has defeated evil through Jesus' victory over death. 1 Corinthians 15, 57 says, Thanks be to God, He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. We also know that God wants all people to go to heaven, be with Him. 2 Peter 3, 9 says, God doesn't want anyone to perish. Along with that, though, we also know that God hates evil. He wants good for all of us. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Truthfully, the question of why God would create people if he foresaw evil, it's a difficult question. And when you're going through tough times, you're going to struggle with that question. But like every other question in life, there's usually more to it than what we actually understand. And we have to take scripture as a whole and not just a part of it to answer the question. Ultimately, for every evil that happens in this world, we can go back to one moment in history and see that there's an answer that's full of grace and love. And we find that answer on the cross. The cross is our answer. The whole Bible points us to the cross. See, while you inevitably will experience pain and heartache during your life, Jesus loves you enough to have come into the world to fix the sin problem that we ourselves created. Our pain is due to our sin problem, but Jesus' death and resurrection gives us hope that ultimately while, while we get to experience victory over pain and sin and death, God is so good that he provides victory in Jesus over everything that's not good. Now there might be a problem of evil in this world, but God has given us the ultimate fix to that problem. And he's given us that fix in Jesus. Why don't you pray with me? Lord, I thank you so much that while we go through difficult things in life and we struggle at times, ultimately you gave us the only fix that we need. Yes, there's a problem of evil. We all go through difficulties. But you came through the person of Jesus Christ to fix that problem. You brought salvation. You brought forgiveness and freedom from sin. We thank you for that. And in those moments this week where we struggle uh, with, with all the, the junk that goes on in our lives, God, remind us of the cross. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks, everybody. Hope you guys have a great rest of your week. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to today's podcast from Central and Janesville. Be sure to subscribe to the Central and Janesville podcast to keep up to date with each of our teachings. Thanks.